1: It's time to laugh and learn. Hey guys, it's Cassie and Jenny, and we're going to get to this week's exciting episode very shortly. But before that, want to talk to you about three important things because we get so excited when we go record that we always forget to talk about these things. And they're exciting because we get to get connected to you. So Jenny, do you want to start with number one? Absolutely. Number one, we have a very exciting subscription service coming
0: to you guys where you get to get backstage into Cassie and I's lives. You're going to get some some messages sent right to your phone so you can basically have us in your pocket getting that in the moment inspiration motivation and you can access that by going to the website manifestitnowvip.com and that is a four
1: dollar a month subscription I mean wholly amazing I know, right? So we made it $4 to start so that all of you could get super connected to us. And that um, investment is good until the end of October. Uh, Messages start going out on October 1st. Awesome. And number two. Our live events for 2018 yeah. are all scheduled. Yes. So you can go to manifestitnowlive.com and uh, see where we're coming. We're actually coming to Denver, Toronto, and Los Angeles next year. We want you to buy your tickets now so we can get an idea of who's coming. We can start making the plans with the room size and everything like that. So, to incentivize you guys to say yes to yourselves now, we are offering a coupon code, which is good for the first 10 people that sign up at each event or till the end of October. And that code is I am awesome. Awesome. That's right. <laughs> so I am awesome. Go to manifestitnowlive.com and ho- hopefully we'll see you soon.
0: We created that code just for you guys because you are awesome. That's right. And the third and final announcement that we have to share with everybody is.
1: We uh, have made it. We want to be able to connect with you all. So we have set up email connection at manifestitnowshow.com. So if you go there, you're going to see a cool video of us. And and then it says, join the tribe. If you click there, sign up with your email, we're going to send you a couple emails to start off with and give you some opportunity to give us some topics that you'd like to talk about. And then we're just going to keep you updated occasionally, maybe when an event's coming near you or just those occasional reminders so that we can stay connected to you on that level so you can join that manifest it now show.com
0: so happy to have you all part of our tribe and enjoy this week's episode hello everyone and welcome to this episode of manifest it now i'm here with cassie parks
1: and i'm here with jenny gain
0: and we are on our dot 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 to be continued episode
1: We are. We're continuing from last week, so um, that feels very like TV. It's TV season, like to be continued. Like feels so. I don't know. You like that, don't you, Cass? I do like that. You know, I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um. So I'm excited to really talk about this topic today because what we ended the show on last time was really about being pulled forward versus trying to manifest something going after something, what it means when you, you're on that journey. This is, again, I would call this an advanced Delaware topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start to feel that pull because you've put all this stuff in there and because it's not just about putting stuff into like, you called it the vortex last week, mm-hmm. um, or putting it in the bank, wherever you're putting it, right. It's not just about putting it out there. It's about like once you put it out there, you have to start becoming it for some of those bigger things to manifest. Yep, totally. And, That's the big yeah, shifts. And then, yes. And then when you do, then it starts pulling you forward. So I'm excited to talk about this. But first, I want to know, what are you excited about?
0: <laughs> I'm excited about in life, how the seasons are changing. My, As much as I love sunshine and summer, I my favorite season is actually fall. There's just mm-hmm. something so like... I don't know, I just want, it's cozy or something. And I love Mm. the colors of the leaves. I love spending time outside and being surrounded in nature and feeling that crispness in the air. Like the other day I walked out of my door and I was like, oh, it's fall now.
1: (laughs) right that happened to me
0: too yeah. but I I loved it and then I then you start to have fires and it, oh something else happened oh this morning and I just sat down and I smelled like that smell of like fire when it's mm. just starting and and then I know it's cold outside and I can open my window at night now and I'm just like oh I love this time so I am excited about experiencing fall right now I love it what about you what are you excited about
1: Oh, well, speaking of fall. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited about I'm going on a trip. Like my friends are getting married surprise, in a couple surprise. days. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going on a trip. Um so congratulations to Nate and Rachel. Yay. I'm super excited to go celebrate with them and I'm also excited because I get to go to the East Coast for this time of year for fall. So oh, I get to see Yeah. I know. And just last year, I happened to be in Boston at about this same time last year um, with Rachel, actually. Um, and I was like, oh, I really want to see like the New England fall. And she was like, well, you could you can totally rent a car from here and drive up and, you know, go to my parents. And I was like, ah, oh. there was a couple of things I had to do I was like, I don't think this is the right timing, but I'll get back here. And then here I am one year later, like oh, coming true. Awesome. Yeah. Isn't that funny?
0: Do you find how things kind of work out like on that year date like mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. certain manifestations I like this year this time last year I was here and this is what I wanted and now it's happening right now
1: yes oh, that's cool, oh, and I, thanks I think that's a whole show we should put down because there's something um because we can talk about this so I think part of that is really letting it go right is uh we can go into depth in this but I love that you brought that up because I know for me it's Like, I'm like, okay, I'll get back here. And I didn't go into like planning how I was going to end up there Mm -hmm. um, this year or any of that stuff. I was just like, yeah, this is happening soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? I love the response
0: when uh, you were leaving Toronto and my mom was saying to you something about, oh, well, you must be excited to get home. And you're like, no. I'm good. Like I'm happy to be here and <laughs> I'm going to be happy to be there. And I'm like, yep, that's Cassie.
1: <laughs> right? I don't. That's totally it. Right. There's only like, it's only after I land at the airport that I want to be home. Right. Like that's the, only, I'm like, okay, now just get me there half hour. Um, I'm ready. Right. But it,
0: it, I'm just going to stop you. for testing. It's such a good reminder because so many of us, I think unconsciously fall into the, I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be home. I can't wait to be on vacation. I can't wait to be somewhere different than where I am. And if you catch yourself saying that, bring it back, reel it back in, and say, "Wait, like I'm gonna be here, and I'm gonna yes. enjoy being here, and I'm going to enjoy being there too when I'm there." But I, it's so much more powerful to be present, and you guys know that the power uh, is in the present moment. So just a great reminder I thought
1: I'm glad you did it and I think we should do a whole show on that okay well we're just
0: racking up topics
1: <laughs> I know I'm excited because then we won't be like what should we talk about <laughs> <sighs> I know you all have would find it funny that Jenny and I sometimes are like well what should we talk about today and then we talk for an
0: hour and then we're like okay we should start recording <laughs>
1: <laughs> right that's exactly what happens <laughs>
0: All right, so let's jump into continuing on our topic. So continue Offcast where you were because I think you had a really good kind of intro into it.
1: Okay, yeah, so about being pulled forward. So we're going to talk about this. There's this, and again, I'm going to put it in this category of advanced LOA because I think there's the LOA that's like, I want the car. I want, you know, $1,000 to show up. I want this. And a lot of times it comes from that place. Like you can even hear my energy. Like I want, I want, I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's an indication sort of, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we all start somewhere and that's sort of the beginning of the journey is like, okay, I want, I want $1,000 to show up. Mm-hmm. And Start focusing on it and you start doing things to get there or, or the new car or whatever it is, right? But then there's this point where You ask for the big things and you put them in that pile, whether it's your vortex or whether you imagine it's like a pile and you're like, yeah, I want that or a big list, whatever it is. And then you cross this line where you start becoming the person. Because when you want the bigger things, you have to become somebody different. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's, Let's just stop there for a sec and define. We have covered this in previous episodes, but just briefly, becoming that different person generally means I'm going to define it as you, you shift your dominant vibration and you up level. So you're kind of, you're in a different vibrational space and frequency if we're going to define it in vibration. But if we're not, you are playing a different role. You have a different identity. You're, you're owning a different story. Is that how you would say it, Cass? Cass?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Owning a different story. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love that.
0: You can borrow uh, that
1: anytime. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to start saying that because when you own that different story, like you are owning a bunch of different things. So let's highlight that thoughts, beliefs, actions, what else? Actions, things even. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even I actually, it's funny that you mentioned this cause I have four questions that I'll ask people after they do the workshop and it's like, does your future self own this? Does she think this? Does she believe this? Mm-hmm. Belief. Um, mm-hmm beliefs and actions like does she do this right Mm -hmm. um and even owning one of my clients sometimes said to me she said it's not just about like what's in the closet type owning or the clutter stuff it's like does she own certain problems as her own Mm. and I was like "Ooh, right so when you start to own this new story often it means you own just different experiences and you own experiences differently
0: Oh, that's a great point. I even when I say own, I don't actually mean own physical material things. I mean owning your presence, like own yeah, <laughs> like owning your what you believe in and, yeah, that part.
1: Yeah, I love that. It's so big. And I think, um, I just want to highlight this because I think this is important for people. I think the shift starts in this sort of this changing. It starts with that physical stuff.
0: yes. That's and why trans- it's so important. That's why wherever you are, if you're if you're manifesting the physical stuff, that is exciting. That is awesome.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even when you're changing who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do I own this shirt anymore? Do I own this, this stuff I've been hanging on to for 20 years because it reminds me of, you know, someone oh. I'm not friends with anymore? Mm-hmm. Do I, like... So even the starting of the clearing out of that and literally owning different things and releasing different things shifts into that, how you own your story, how you own your presence, how you own the non-physical stuff. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah.
0: So you were talking about becoming, so the bigger stuff is requiring you to become this different person, which is what we just described.
1: Yes. And then when you do, you start to feel, which is kind of where we left off yesterday, we were talking about, do you feel pulled? And both of us were like, yeah, I feel pulled to where I'm going now versus like really deciding it. It's still my choice. I'm not giving up my power, but it's, it's really pulled in a certain direction. And I think Uh, So you feel that way, right? So do you want to describe how it feels to you?
0: Yeah. I'm going to throw in one of my favorite quotes here and you can let me know what your reflections on it. But Michael Beckwith shares a quote that says the pain pushes you until the vision pulls you. Mm. And I love it. And I totally agree with it because we, when we're focused on our pain and our struggle, that is, it's to me, that's contrast in our world. It's showing up, it's present and it's it's allowing us to clarify what we want, to switch our focus onto what we want and be able to shift into there. And then we get to this place where we're clear enough and we're connected enough with our source to, to see the signs, to see the evidence, to, to understand what your individual soul purpose and soul vision is. And as soon as you start to connect with that, that's what pulls you because it's something so much bigger than you. Um, and so that's how I kind of think of this, this whole process and being pulled forward by, by your vision.
1: Mm, I like that. Now, do you think there's like, when you were saying that quote, I like it. And I had this vision of sort of this actual line. Like, I think that a lot of times we, you, in the beginning, especially like you push to manifest that stuff, you yeah. do all this stuff to mm-hmm. get to you that do place. The work yeah to see that you can have something different right mm-hmm. um but then I imagine it is and especially as you're saying that quote is like there's this line that you then cross like like almost physically energetically whatever that uh-huh. is then you start to become instead of being this person who pushes I
0: know I mean not, not I know I agree <laughs> I'm just, I'm lost in my head of like imagination right now because it's, I'm just, I'm seeing the line and then it's like exploding into rainbows and energy everywhere and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're starting to get pulled by that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And this is interesting. I want to highlight this in case any of our listeners have ever thought this way, because I'm not exactly sure how you feel on what I'm about to say, but um, number one, I think you have to make a physical or a, a, a choice to cross that line. I think sometimes maybe it does happen, but at some point there has to be a conscious choice that that's who you're becoming. And I think where I see people get stuck is that they, they just hover around the line and they don't cross it big time. And, and then it's like, let me go, let me go get this thing. Let me go push for this. Let me go push for this. And they might be using the tools and by all technicality. And I, I know I've done this, Mm -hmm. um, there's not an example that's coming, but in my past, I would do this, right? Oh, I actually, know know example. Um, I think this qualifies, you know, the first time I got myself a radio interview, like mm-hmm. I did all the tools I pushed, but I didn't become a different person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we all do that in the beginning, but at some point I think there's a conscious choice to cross that line.
0: I totally agree. It actually has been really this year. It stuck out to me a lot this is the first time I think I really consciously acknowledged that decision before I was always just moving along and I was going and and blah, 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 the journey unfolds. (laughs) And, (laughs) but it felt like a bigger step up this year. And I had to say yes. Like I had to consciously say, I don't know what's coming, but I'm saying yes to it. And you, cause you can feel, it's like I was at that that point where the lines about I have to cross the line or whatever um and you can feel it calling you I can you can feel the pull and so and you have to trust and be willing to say yes to accept the what's pulling you forward because you know it's bigger it's something you haven't experienced before and it's unfamiliar and everything Cassie and I've talked about in that in last week's episode um but yeah, so that to me, that decision that you're talking about, Cass, is that decision to say yes and be open to that.
1: Yes, I love that you shared that. And what that reminded me of is really when I think I crossed the line, um, like I I stepped up into it maybe when I was scripting to create, um, you know, the original money, money, money course, mm-hmm. like that was part of stepping into it. So maybe it was then. Right. But it was definitely, you know, eight or nine months later, for sure, when I made that conscious choice was like I wrote on the chalkboard on the inside of my armoire, you know, I make five hundred thousand dollars for my bed in my balcony. Oh, I like um, that. <laughs> I know. Right. And. That was a choice. Like that means something, right? Like I don't work in my bed every day, but that meant something. Mm-hmm. Like in in what it meant was freedom, and and that really defined a person. It defined somebody I had to become. A
0: beingness, yeah. Yes,
1: because it wasn't just I want a half a million dollar business. It wasn't just I want a best selling book. Right. You can want-
0: you can feel the energetic difference when you say those things versus the first one.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And so that's. That's the part that starts to pull you. Yeah. So I think what we're saying is, you go through and you you learn how to get um, the stuff, and I mean that with all the love in the world, because I think I know, like learning how to attract. I'm just putting it in a pile of stuff. It's not like stuff, and it's all good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But learning how to attract that one-off experience, or like getting myself on the radio, like I could attract that experience that was easy. Mm -hmm. What was behind it wasn't like success. (laughs) There's, there was the part that was missing was that Mm -hmm. successful part that, you know, I know now how to do. So you go through that and then you make a conscious choice to sort of cross that line to cross that line, not sort of, because I don't think there's, I don't, (laughs) do you think you can straddle the line?
0: It's not comfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a vision. I'm getting like all these um, visions today. It's like when you said it's not comfortable. It's like yeah, it's when um, was at the park with my goddaughters the other day, oh, and they. I were- went straight there too. <laughs> did, did you go you know to the teeter totter? <laughs> oh, you? I, no, I went to like we have these things. I don't know if you have them in Canada, but they like. I don't know, they're poles and you walk across them, but they move left and right as you're walking and they were like practicing their splits on them. Oh my gosh. And so when you said like straddling the line and it's not comfortable, I saw like getting further and further into the splits. Right. Mm hmm. Um, where yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, but I like the teeter totter. So what did you see?
0: Oh no! This is one of my friends when we were young and playing at the park. We were on the teeter totter, and you know, like when someone bounces you up too high, and then you you just like land, and it's right you're straddling it, and it's oh. very, very sore. <laughs> that's the vision that popped into my head.
1: <laughs> I love that they were similar but different. Yeah. and I that's like your example is so good too, right? It's like so when you're straddling that line, you can either like pop and come back cause, and it hurts because you can pop up into,
0: mm, get a taste sort of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Get a taste of it or have an experience. And when, when you don't land on the other side of the line, like the fall hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, yeah. um, yeah. So I like that. So, um, I have, better make it I have
0: a question. I have a question for you. Yeah. So we talk about this happening, this kind of process as you're evolving through your manifesting journey. And would you say that this concept of making that decision and allowing the vision to pull you forward happens once or many times in your life?
1: Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, I think you keep making the decision. Do I think it's like a hard decision? I feel like you keep consciously choosing, right? Cause you could choose at any moment. Um, I don't know, to not keep going, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, even if you chose once you've crossed that line to a certain degree, I think things just keep happening. You I get, don't know. You There's... get
0: really pulled yeah I think what happens sometimes is once you cross a line and you make the decision and you say yes that you're you i mean we cannot go backwards I don't believe we can go backwards we're constantly Neither. going forward and expanding but once you say yes to your vision and to your purpose and you're on that path, anytime you say no or you want to say no it doesn't it feels really not good so it's not just uncomfortable it's like no like no (laughs) like I don't want to be here at all
1: yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's true and that gets more evident yeah um all right so let's talk about sort of then the pull that happens after you make the decision okay all right do you want to go first (laughs) you want me to go first
0: you go first
1: we're like yes okay um, oh wait, it is a pull,
0: a okay, go. well I wanted to talk about how we kind of touched on this the last episode how when that vision's pulling you sometimes it feels scary because it doesn't feel like it's in your control, so oh, yeah, it goes from, we go from being really in control and deliberate with our experience of I'm going to manifest this, this is the color I want, this is the mm-hmm. size I want, all this, we're defining all the conditions. Versus this other part of manifesting when you're being pulled, you're not defining the the specifics. you're letting go of the outcome, you're letting go of the specifics so that you can be pulled so that you're open enough to be pulled because you don't we can't define it, right? When you get to this level and you're in this pulling phase, I guess we could say. <laughs> um, it's easier to be, to not define than it is to, to, whatever the word am I looking for, is to let go of control than it is to control it because if, and that's scary sometimes, right?
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think we need to define this because okay. I think I'm like, okay, my, my clients would get this, but I don't know if a listener who hasn't really had this conversation. Okay. Um, with one of us would get it. So I think when you're saying like, we don't define anything, we're, we're more or less saying like every step of the way, right? You're not saying, um, I think a good example of this is, um, I'm going to go back to actually the, the radio interview, right? Mm -hmm. So, when I was doing that, when I, when I landed my first radio interview and it's a big deal, like there was other people who couldn't get on this show. I did my techniques. I sent the email. I got on the show within like a week and it's a big show. It was a syndicated show in eight markets. So it was a, it was a big deal. Right. But, but that was part of, I thought if I get on this radio show, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get famous. <laughs> I love right? it. This like, is such a good example. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny because I like I've never used like I don't know when the last time I used that word was. It's so funny, but you know I'd get famous, and people would buy my books, and then I could be successful, and I can have all these clients, and I can do this, and I can do that. Which, I actually had no idea what all of that looked like. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know at that point how many clients I wanted. I didn't know what felt good. I didn't know exactly what I. I there was so much I didn't know. But anyway, I thought like there was this thing that I wanted, right? But I wasn't very clear about that. But I thought the how, like the way to do it was I got to get on the radio so that I can sell books, so I can get more clients, so I can get all da, la, 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 Mm la. And so when you're saying what we don't define, it's just kind of the opposite. Like we, you and I define who we're going to be and where we're going, but we don't define the things like I got to get on a radio show to get there.
0: See, that's exactly the difference between – I like this example we're using of the, this line and crossing the line because it's after you, after you, after you say yes and you're being pulled, you, you focus on the beingness versus the stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And the stuff still comes, right? Oh my gosh, it comes easier. Right. And you still make choices, right? I mean, Jenny was there when I signed the contract for my PR person, Mm -hmm. but it was a pulling. It was, I didn't go out and say, oh, now I need PR Mm because I got to, you know, that's the next step on the ladder. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, I'm being this person. Hmm. This person's showing up in my world. Um, and this is, I like this example because it's the exact opposite of what I did before. Right. It was like I went hard to get it I used all my tools manifested getting on that radio station and when I hired uh, my PR person I was like okay this is just the next step I didn't even really have an intention of where it would go you, you had it- no
0: idea huh. you're like I know it's gonna be good
1: though Right. <laughs> yeah. And I knew it was part of that beingness, but mm-hmm. it wasn't because I said, oh, this feature self has all these TV appearances. Right. It, I didn't even logically step by step say that it was like, yeah, this is, I mean, and you could probably tell the story even better than me. Like it was like, this is the next step. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It was totally being
1: pulled. Yeah. And which you, is the same. way.
0: Go ahead. Well, you knew this, I think might help our listeners. Is that the reason you recognize that is because you are familiar with the beingness of who you're stepping into.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've gotten familiar with what it feels like to be pulled instead of pushed. Right. Right. So um, I, I'm curious to know if your book was like this, but the first, um, I mean, I'd written books before. I wrote two books before I wrote the seven bestsellers on Amazon that I have now. But Like that first book that I wrote, Money Mindset for a Champagne Life, I know some of you have read it, that I was totally pulled. All of that was being pulled versus deciding I needed to write. You know, I wrote my first book in like two weeks because I needed it because I landed a speaking gig. Mm -hmm. I didn't write it to be, I wrote it because it was on a checklist and somebody said, if you are a speaker, you have to have a book to sell at the end of the, at the back of the room. Yeah. Right. So it was like a check mark. Yeah. Versus um, being pulled, okay, I need to write this book and then this is going to grow this and this is going to do that. So was your book a pull?
0: Oh my gosh, totally. Everything about it. I mean, I can remember maybe two hours of the whole process that I'm like forced myself to do, but it was so connected to the bigger vision that it was pulled.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I love this. So, um, I just want to make sure our listeners get that. So it was the pull to do it, but it was also a pull during the whole process, the process of writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is important because when we're pulled to do something, we're pulled to say yes, like write a book, then the pull continues throughout the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though, I mean, there's the normal things you go through in the process. You had less breakdowns than me, but I definitely had (laughs) breakdowns. It was definitely big growing the first time for me, yeah so
0: when um, when you think of that radio interview example, mm-hmm. does did letting go of did you have to let go of control the second time, because the second time you well when, when you were hiring a PR person, did mm-hmm. it feel scary to let go of control at all?
1: No, mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting cause I've watched myself go through it differently than some other people. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have a, I need X, Y, Z out of this. Mm-hmm. I had a, I did this because I was pulled. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and cool. so there was no, yeah, there was no control. I was like, okay. I mean, there was a little bit of there was there wasn't control like there were factors but it was like okay cool this is what we're doing this is what's happening and it was all pull there was no absolutely no control
0: yeah totally that's how it felt from the outside too <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so one of the other ways that so this is showing up in my life so I really had the intention of being a digital nomad like not having a home over the winter and escaping <laughs> for Canadian winter and I was totally about it and I felt excited about uh not have about not knowing. And mm-hmm. though and this is where the pulling came in is I realized so the universe obviously guides us to our next level of beingness and awareness and I'm I've been asking for this obviously through this example of letting go of control and so what's come up is that I catch myself still trying to put boundaries on it and still trying to plan. Well, okay, I'm going to be here for this month and I'm going to be here for three weeks here. And I'm going to be here for three weeks here. And now there's things coming up in, in my life where I don't even have that much control. I actually have to, I mean, even with the thing in November where Cassie and I are going to go, we, it's open because like we've decided, we've set our intention, but because of the storms right it was totally Mm -hmm. undecided and it's still very very open and yeah so it feels this is to give the example it feels like i'm being pulled by my vision by this beingness that i'm stepping into to another level of letting go of control and it's that this is how it's showing up in my life and so as well as being pulled to specific manifestations we can also be pulled to different parts of our beingness so that person that you have clarified that you want to be the woman that you want to be and you're stepping into if things are coming into your life it's likely because you're you're on that on your way there right
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. um in the, the great example of this and what you're talking about, I agree like this whole like November mm-hmm. and like not really knowing and not really. Um, and I'm a person who doesn't always have to plan, but mm-hmm. there's a certain element of this. Exactly. Not <laughs> control that is like, okay, this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. We're going to be together. We're either going to go down there and it's going to be awesome. Or we're going to like be led somewhere else. and right. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but another way that this showed up and I love when you just said this, the story that popped into my head, like when I was pulled to say it's time to leave the four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't totally know why, mm-hmm. but I, but I trusted that. And you just said something to the effect of, like then you get pulled into experiences to develop different parts of you, right? Yes. So. And that's what I'm doing now. Like where I live now is about developing the part of me that is in a family setting, Mm -hmm. is living with a group of people, is doing things a little bit different, is driving kids to school, is picking them up from dance, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's an experience. I couldn't have practiced that experience at the four seasons there's no way and I loved when you had the
0: realization that that was coming for you you're like oh I get it I'm having (laughs) I'm gonna live there because of this (laughs) right yeah
1: but I had to go with a lot of not control I didn't know where I was gonna live Mm -hmm. you know I mean I like a lot of people love me and um you know of course my dad's like are you gonna come stay here for my dad wants me to like come live there for a month um that's so cute. So I have what? that sort of benefit, but it was like I don't know where I'm supposed to go, and mm. I had to stand in that for longer than two. I think it was longer than a month, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good example too. So yeah. okay, so wrapping up our topic today on just this kind of next level LOA, where we're talking about what's beyond just the first parts of manifesting and this, when it gets to this deeper journey and when you really have to become and change and you're being pulled to more, any final thoughts, Cass? Uh,
1: Make the choice to cross the line. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And I'd actually like, uh, I want to add this because I think it's scary and it can feel uncomfortable. And so um, when you make that choice and this is not, to promote Jenny or I, you can hire whoever you want, but like get a coach because mm-hmm. it, it just makes it easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you don't feel like you feel like you don't, know, you're, you don't know what you're doing, but you also have somebody that can support you versus just sort of feeling like alone and scary in the unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, how Absolutely. about you? Any final thoughts?
0: I like that. And I like also when you have this awareness of everything Cassie and I talked about, and you kind of reflect back and look onto your own life, just ag- acknowledging it and being aware of it allows it to be okay. Because when you know what you're going through, when it's kind of just easier. It's like, okay, this is just I'm just growing, or here I am straddling the line. No big deal. I'll be able to make the decision when I when I'm ready, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I love that. <laughs> All right. One last thing for everybody.
1: Go be awesome.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.